warm up those vocal cords. And grab a glass of scotch. Have I been drinking? Have you been drinking? Yes, I probably have. Good, we haven't even started yet. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend, Friday, February 12th through Sunday, February 14th. We're counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies, but first, your entertainment headlines. After being canceled once before by Fox and almost immediately being saved by NBC, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is once again coming to an end. NBC announced the comedy's upcoming eighth season will be its last. The final season will be just 10 episodes, and you'll have to wait a while for them. They'll premiere in the 2021-2022 TV season. Current Bachelor contestant Rachel Kirkconnell has issued an apology via Instagram for what she calls her past, quote, racial and offensive actions. Photos recently surfaced of the 24-year-old, who's considered a frontrunner to get that engagement ring from Matt James on this season of the ABC reality series, including one where she's dressed as a Native American and another from a sorority formal at an antebellum plantation. In her statement, Kirkconnell called her actions both wrong and racist, adding that she is, quote, ashamed of my lack of education, but it's no one's responsibility to educate me. I deserve to be held accountable for my actions. Who's ready for a Bridesmaids reunion? Our number five pick this weekend is the new film from the duo that pinned that modern comedy classic, Kristen Wiig and Annie Mumolo. This time, the duo are getting weirder and wilder for Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Wig and Mumolo star as the titular BFFs who leave their small Nebraska town for the first time ever for a vacation to Vista Del Mar, Florida. Upon arrival, they're swept into a campy, colorful tale of romance, adventure, and a dastardly villain's homicidal plot to kill everyone in town. There are also musical numbers. Here's a clip from the movie. Before we begin, I just want to thank Barb and Star for hosting tonight's Talking Club and for making their famous, usual, hot dog soup. Again. You're welcome. It's a simple recipe. Simple. Oh, Gail's not here, but it's six o'clock on the dot, so it's time to lock the door. <clears throat> I'm here. You're late, Gail. Bye-bye. Yep, this one is a much more surreal project than Bridesmaids, but as director Josh Greenbaum told EW, it has a, quote, very sweet emotional core at its center, anchored by Barb and Star's friendship and that of the actresses behind them. You can join Barb and Star in Vista Del Mar on VOD platforms today. American Idol returns for its 19th season this weekend. More on that in a few. I recently spoke with host Ryan Seacrest and asked him the question, what you watching? That's a good question. I have just finished The Crown. Mm -hmm. um, I watch a lot of food shows. I'm very interested in watching this Stanley Tucci series where he takes us through Italy. Yes. Um, which is coming out on CNN. I watch, you know, I watch a lot of the food documentaries, the street yes. food documentaries. Somebody Food Show. Yeah, I, I love that series. I watch that. watch every one of those episodes.
Well, if that's not the perfect segue to our number four pick, then I don't know what is. We're taking a trip to Europe for CNN's new original series, Stanley Tucci Searching for Italy, which follows the Oscar nominee and world-class foodie as he travels across the country to explore its various regional cuisines. It's quite the level up from Tucci's viral quarantine cocktail videos. From creamy carbonara in Rome to the world's best pizza in Naples, the six-part series showcases the diversity of Italian cooking and how it can be a gateway to the country's rich history and culture. Here's a delicious clip. I said that I would make pizza. So I'm making pizza. So what I'm going to do is what I do at home and roll the pizza. But you don't really don't want to roll it that much, supposedly, because it takes the air out of it. But we're going to take a chance. We're going to put on this beautiful pomodoro, this passata, which is just gorgeous. We'll leave a little bit of space on the edge there. A little bit of that mozzarella. So good. And we have this basil. Look at that. I have a duvet at home that's smaller than that. And a little bit of this pecorino, some of the olive oil. And then, hopefully, we're going to put it into the oven. Oop. And I am getting hungry just listening to that. You can savor Searching for Italy starting Sunday at 9 p.m. on CNN. All February, we are celebrating Black performers and artistry for Black History Month with recommendations from EW staff, stars, and filmmakers. And Entertainment Weekly's special edition, A Celebration of Black Film, takes a look at more than 100 movies, from the exploitation films of the 70s to 90s urban noir to classic comedies from across the decades. Guest editor Keith Murphy is also breaking down some fun facts about those movies, including Friday and Coming to America. In its theatrical release, Friday ends with Craig fighting the neighborhood bully Debo. However, they also shot an alternate ending that sees Craig shooting Debo, a particularly dark ending for a stoner comedy. When Prince Hakeem meets with his royal parents early in the film, he's greeted with the line, you've grown a mustache, which is a direct nod to the same line being used in Murphy's Beverly Hills Cop. You can hear more of that in EW's Cheat Sheet videos coming later this month. Now back to this weekend's picks. I am not going to attempt a Scottish accent for this one, though it would be very appropriate. Our number three pick for this weekend is Men in Kilts, a new stars travel series created by and starring Outlanders Sam Hewen and Graham McTavish. The duo guide viewers on a road trip around their bonnie homeland on a quest to learn and share as much about Scottish culture as possible. There will be plenty of whiskey, dance, superstition, and naturally, kilts. Whiskey also flowed when Hewan and McTavish recently joined EW's Ruth Kinane for our Three Rounds series. That episode debuts Sunday on EW.com, but we have a preview for you right now. Should we do our third round? I'm really not making uh. progress here. <laughs> round three is a wee dram of Sassanac whiskey, which you can have neat or on the rocks. If you didn't know, this is my whiskey. Who would have thought it? Graham. Is I really generous? Is that too much? That's a Scottish, uh, that's a, that's a dram. That's a wee dram. Cheers. Cheers, Landra. What should we be tasting, Sam? What should you be tasting? Yeah. Hopefully you can still taste something after the other drinks. But... <laughs> Do you guys have a favorite Scottish, maybe just like a fast food, doesn't need to be something fancy. Maybe it's just like haggis pakora. Oh, nice. <laughs> or, you know, a square sausage yeah. in a roll. 
Oh, so good. But actually, mentioning the square sausage, on our wrap night in Braemar after the Highland Games uh, in the morning, I wasn't feeling too uh, bright. And uh, I, I got a local square sausage, which is sausage, which is a square, as it sounds like, mm. flat in a, in a bun with an egg. Oh. And it was, honestly, I still think about it to this day. That three rounds is a lot of fun. Be sure to check that out on Sunday and then tune in to Men and Kilts that night, nine o'clock on Stars. It's trivia time. In honor of Hewan and McTavish's new venture, today's question is about Outlander. The historic Scottish castle used as Castle Leoch on the series was also a key location for what comedy film? Monty Python and the Holy Grail, The Princess Bride, or Robin Hood Men in Tights? Stick around for the answer. Before we take a quick break, we have some special viewing recommendations for your Valentine's Day weekend. It is the perfect time to catch up on some classic rom-coms, so we rounded up EW staffers to tell you their favorites. And I'll kick it off with mine, My Best Friend's Wedding. Hi, I'm Clarissa Cruz, executive editor, and my favorite rom-com is When Harry Met Sally. My name is Christian Holub. I'm a digital news writer at EW, and my new favorite rom-com is last year's Palm Springs, a movie about how love is the key to liberating ourselves from this time loop we've all been trapped in for the past year. I'm Devin Kogan. I'm a staff writer, and my favorite rom-com is His Girl Friday. I'm Chuck Kerr, deputy design director, and my favorite rom-com is Shaun of the Dead. I'm digital news director Jillian Cedarholm, and my favorite rom-com is The Wedding Bride. Hey, this is executive editor-at-large Dalton Ross, and my favorite rom-com is the criminally underappreciated Down With Love, starring Ewan McGregor and Renee Zellweger. My name is Erica Bonkowski. I'm associate art director, and my favorite rom-com is Going the Distance. I'm Lacey Varasi-Banis, the senior reporter and the person in charge of our new kids' entertainment page, Parental Guidance, and my favorite rom-com is The American President. I'm Assistant Features Editor Mary Solosi, and my favorite rom-com is 500 Days of Summer. Hi, I'm Maureen Lee Linker, a digital writer here at Entertainment Weekly, and my favorite rom-com is When Harry Met Sally. This is digital writer and What to Watch podcast writer Tyler Aquilina, and my recently enshrined favorite rom-com is Broadcast News. My name is Michelle Stark, and I'm the photo director, and my favorite romantic comedy is Prime. Hi, I'm Rachel. I'm a digital writer, and my favorite rom-com is The Big Sick. I'm EW's digital deputy editor, Rebecca Detkin, and my fave rom-com will always and forever be When Harry Met Sally. I'm digital news writer, Rosie Cordero, and my favorite rom-com is Everybody Loves Somebody. I'm EW correspondent, Riz Kinane, and my favorite rom-com is Bridget Jones's Diary. I'm Sue Carswell, and I'm a researcher. My favorite rom-com is Monster in Law with Jane Fonda and Jayla. My name is Brittany Kaplan. I'm a senior editor here at Entertainment Weekly, and my favorite rom-com of all time is Notting Hill. Hi there, my name is Carla Sasenko. I am a freelance executive editor at EW, and my favorite rom-com is the OG rom-com When Harry Met Sally. I am in love with all of those picks. I hope all of you have a happy and safe Valentine's Day. What to Watch will be right back. 
everyone. I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuitsandjam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Grab your guitar because it's time for our number two pick, and that pick is American Idol. TV's OG singing competition is back on Sunday with superstar judges Luke Bryan, Katy Perry, and Lionel Richie returning, along with host Ryan Seacrest and in-house mentor Bobby Bones. The season premiere will, as usual, begin with auditions before the judges as the show travels through Southern California in search of talent. And boy, do they find it. Take a listen. Close to you, you make me feel so alive. You make me feel. You make me feel. You make me feel like a natural woman. Woman. Wow, 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 wow. That gave me chills. Come for that. Stay to see Perry have a walk-off with a male model to the tune of, of course, I'm Too Sexy. American Idol returns Sunday at 8 p.m. on ABC. And now here is our number one pick, signed, sealed, and delivered, To All the Boys, Always and Forever. The final installment in Netflix's teen rom-com trilogy finds Lara Jean and Peter in their senior year of high school with everything that brings. Promposals, graduation, a senior trip to New York, and more. But Lara Jean and Peter also have big decisions ahead about their futures and their future as a couple. For one thing, their plan to attend Stanford together is complicated when Lara Jean doesn't get accepted. Where do they go from there? Starlana Condor told EW she's, quote, very happy with Lara Jean's ending, but what will that ending be? EW senior writer Samantha Highfield discusses the film with us on the latest episode of our What to Watch video series coming this weekend. Take a listen. Is this really the end? Like, we know the books are over, but is there a chance that this can live on in any way? I don't think so, and I kind of don't want it to, because I I think the magic of To All the Boys is very much so the high school of it all, not just literally in the setting, but in the age, you know? Like, I don't want to watch Laura Jean and Peter learn that the real world sucks and that maybe (laughs) relationships don't last. And, like, all the things, I just want them to be, like, precious in my head and innocent and as much as I would you know, inevitably watch like a series about Laura mm-hmm. Jean figuring out her next steps in life or owning right. a bakery or whatever she wants to do. I think it's like their age is so much so part of the magic of that, that yeah. I think I think we leave it be. And I think there, at least to my knowledge, there aren't plans to do anything beyond a third film. Maybe there aren't plans yet, 
but you never know with Netflix. In the meantime, though, you can stream to all the boys always and forever right now. There was a celebration this week on ABC's Blackish, where Tracy Ellis Ross's Dr. Rainbow Johnson made history at the hospital where she's an anesthesiologist by becoming its first black female partner. And her husband, Dre, played by Anthony Anderson, had the perfect words to hype her accomplishment. It's our soundbite of the week. My wife is black excellence. And to think the streets thought that Shonda Rhimes invented black lady doctor. Well, thank you, Mr... First black VP of Stevens and Leto. That is a power couple if I've ever seen one. Blackish airs Thursdays on ABC. You can catch up with the entire series on Hulu. And finally this weekend, the answer to our trivia question. The historic Scottish castle used as Castle Leoch on Outlander was also a key location for what comedy film? Monty Python and the Holy Grail, The Princess Bride, or Robin Hood, Men in Tights? This one should be easier than figuring out the velocity of a swallow. The answer is Monty Python. Dune Castle, shot from different angles, was used for most of the castles in the 1975 comedy and later stood in for Castle Leoch on Outlander and for Winterfell on Game of Thrones. That is our show for this weekend. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you on Monday, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior TV editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW, and I'm at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great weekend. What to Watch what to Watch is written by Tyler Akalina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, produced and hosted by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal and Carly Usden.